0: follow us on apple podcasts or anywhere else you listen let's get moving with maria inspiration to spend a few minutes each day to get moving on the small things that can make a big difference in your life
1: Thanks for joining us today for Let's Get Moving. Today we're going to talk about biking, and with me is Rachel Butterfield. She's an AmeriCorps member at the Salt Lake Bicycle Collective, so we're going to learn about the Bicycle Collective today and also talk about biking and the benefits of biking. So maybe, Rachel, we could just start out and just talk about, hey, why is biking a good form of exercise?
2: Well, it's um, really easy on the body. A lot of people think, well, I have to get into shape, I need to go running, Um, and sometimes... Um, They jump into things really fast. Cycling is a really easy exercise that um, once you learn how to ride it, the saying goes is, you know, once you learn how to, it's easy as riding a bicycle. Um, Once you learn once, you're good for life, pretty much.
1: (laughs) Talk about the Bicycle Collective. I've heard about the Bicycle Collective, but I'm not sure what the collective does.
2: Sure, yeah. The Bicycle Collective is a nonprofit organization. Um, All the bicycles that we deal with are donated from the public. We receive these donated bicycles, fix them up, and then we sell a portion at a used cost. And then a lot of them we donate back to the public. So we work with about a dozen other nonprofit organizations like the Road Home and connect people who connect these bicycles with people who need them the most. So a lot of our populations are people who can't afford to buy $1,000 bicycles or upwards and um and use them as an a uh, mode of transportation that they absolutely depend upon. So
1: if someone was listening they want to take up bicycling but they don't have a bike they could come to you.
2: Absolutely, yeah. Um we sell used bicycles again at, a, at great prices. Also if you ever have like a bike in your garage that isn't in working order and you can't afford it afford to take it to like a regular shop that would cost a, a couple hundred dollars to tune up. You could take it to the collective. We have what's called um, do-it-yourself hours, where we have benches there. And we teach you, you can use all of our tools, and we teach you how to repair your bike. And um, it's about $5 an hour that we um, for bent what we call bench time to where you can use any tools and our assistance to get your bikes up and running.
1: Well, which is really important because if you're somebody who's really going to take it seriously, you really want to use this as, I don't know if it's your form of entertainment or your form of exercise, you need to know how to take care of your bike.
2: Absolutely. A lot of people that we see come into are doing um, bicycle tours to where they're touring different parts of the country and they want to learn how to change things on the fly where they won't have assistance or they won't have a bike shop um, nearby. So we teach a lot of aspects on bicycle maintenance and just how to take care of your bicycle.
1: You talked about how bicycling is easier on your joints, so that makes it a good form of exercise. But talk about why do do you do it? I mean, what is your love and your passion Mm -hmm. for it?
2: Cycling is a, just an amazing sport. It gets your heart rate up. Um, that feeling when you're a kid, when you're going as fast as you can and your legs are spinning fast and you get that joy of this wind against your face and just the background moving so fast past you, uh, that feeling is the same as an adult. It's, it's fantastic. You, you can cover just this immense amount of ground in a relatively short amount of time on your own, on your own power.
1: So, it's about seeing things as well as it's about the experience, yeah, absolutely. so what if someone hasn't been you i know you said once you've learned how to ride a bicycle, you can always ride a bicycle, but bicycles have changed tremendously <laughs> since my old ten speed days
2: yep. yeah, the technology has has come you know has come so far in the last few decades um that doesn't mean though that your old bicycle from the eighties or even seventies you know onwards back isn't still rideable at the collective we us we have people that have been riding the same bicycle for 50 years and so it I would say if you want to get into cycling or you just want to build that healthy um, activity in your life that it doesn't matter what bicycle you're riding it doesn't have to be new it doesn't have to be shiny it just has to be able to work
1: right so how would someone decide what the best bicycle would be for them
2: Okay. Um, That depends on the type of riding um, you'd like to do. Uh, There's all sorts of different types of um, bicycles, like mountain bikes, or specifically for road, or even um, triathlon, or um, some gravel bikes. So it all depends on what your primary focus is. And even commuters that act as more to where you can transport things to and from a place. They have racks and and fenders on them to protect you from the mud and rain. Um, so first off, is deciding what type of riding you are interested in. Um, a lot of good ways to start to get into it is just buy a road bike. That it's very versatile and it can be used for many different things. Um, and then to one other important thing when finding the bike that works for you is one that is your right size. And um, a lot of that is based on your body measurements and what feels most comfortable for you. If you're interested in buying a bicycle, I would recommend going into a shop and speaking to someone, seeing what size is, is right, and take it for a test ride to make sure that you're comfortable on it.
1: Yeah. One thing that I think is wonderful about cycling is you can do it individually, but it's also wonderful to do with a group.
2: Absolutely. Um, cycling is an amazing way to, to um, build friendships in a healthy way. Um, and some of my best friends that I've known for the last 10 years have been because of the sport and it's just a great way to meet others and become more connected to that part of your community.
1: So the Bicycle Collective does a number of rides. Is that correct? How would people find out more information about the kinds of rides that you do and stuff?
2: In the summer and, um, since it's getting warmer, we'll start our weekly rides, um, In the past, historically, we've done those on either a Monday or Tuesday night, and soon we'll start those up. We'll be posting those on our social media accounts. So on our Facebook, it's under Bicycle Collective, and then also on Instagram, our handle is at Bicycle Collective. We also do a monthly newsletter. Our website is bicyclecollective.org, and you can sign up to get um, beyond that newsletter, so to receive notifications, but we try to get as much information out to the public as possible so they can attend these events.
1: So we've talked about the physical benefits, the social benefits, but there's also the environmental benefits of riding a bike.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, bicycle this mission is to promote cycling as a sustainable and effective form of transportation. And we're all about reducing waste um, to help the environment so these older bicycles aren't ending up in landfills. Then also, the more people who are riding bicycles, the less they're going to be traveling in a car in a vehicle. So we're re- reducing our our carbon footprint,
1: which is wonderful. You actually take all of the old parts and put together new bicycles, and I think that's just terrific. Yeah,
2: absolutely. A lot of the, some of the bicycles we receive that are donated um, cannot be fixed, and so we'll we'll take every single usable part off that bicycle, and use those parts to fix other bicycles that we receive. Or if someone brings in a bicycle and they need just a small part, they can pay, you know, a dollar or two for that one part that works on their bicycle so they can get theirs up and running. Yeah. And um, and then any other parts that we can't use, we recycle. So rubber and steel, any types of metal, we recycle so they don't end up in landfills.
1: So if parents have their kids' bikes and they've outgrown them, they could actually bring them to you and they could be put to good use. Oh,
2: yeah, absolutely. Um, we use pretty much everything we receive. Uh it's also a great Eagle Scout project um for scouts to do for that is to collect a certain amount of bicycles for that project.
1: Anything I haven't thought of that you'd like to add about cycling?
2: Um or as, the collective. Um the collective we have when I first started as an American Warmer at the collective, I just kind of thought it was about teaching people how to fix their bikes, but it ended up being so much more than that. Um there, there's a couple different community programs that we offer. Um, Monday nights, we teach community clinics to anyone who can who wants to attend that are completely free and don't require any type of registration. Um, for an hour to an hour and a half, we teach them specific concepts about bike maintenance in a more detailed and more of a classroom setting. So um, these are professional, sometimes, well, volunteers, but they have a lot of experience working with bicycles, and they let they pass down this knowledge to others. Um, We have a free after-school kids program um, called our Youth Open Shop, and it's Mondays and Wednesdays from 3.30 to 5 o'clock. They teach kids ages 8 to 18 how to work on bicycles. And if you're familiar with karate and you know as kids level up and they earn certain belts, like, you know, brown belt or black Mm -hmm. belt, it's the same at the collective except for their aprons. So they start at green, and they work their way all the way up until they finish the program, and then they get a black apron with their name embroidered on it. And that gives them the skills that if they want to work in the bicycle industry, they can get a job, you know, when they're in high school as a bike mechanic. We've had a few people that have done that and um, gets them into the industry. And then... We also run a women's program, which I help coordinate. It's called WTF Night, which stands for Women's Transfem. Mm-hmm. And that's Wednesday nights um, from 530, 8 o'clock. That's also a wonderful program um, where it's the cycling industry is vastly male dominated. And that can be really intimidating for some people. And so this time is a space where um, it's that group demographic people can come in and we can provide this non intimidating environment for that to encourage them to get involved.
1: And how can people find out more information if they'd like to get involved in any one of these programs? All
2: of these programs are listed on our website, again, bicyclecollective.org. And I also forgot to mention the youth program is also Saturday mornings, too, oh, from 10 to noon. So it's we, I would say... Our services to the community are huge. Our programming is a huge part of what we like to do. Yeah. Any idea how many people you do serve? Yeah. um, We just did a year-end report. We had 2,452 youth hours total served just in our youth program. Um, Out of that, 1,071 youth participated in that program. We had, um, in the summertime, we also have a free mountain biking class for kids where we provide the mountain bikes, we provide the transport, and then we have a couple instructors teach them how to safely ride on trails, local trails. Um, and that served 71 people or 71 youth. Um, last year we had 408 women who or women's trans femme uh, persons that participated in the WTF program. Um, we had over 3,000 bikes that were donated um, back to the public that we fixed Um And our total hours served by volunteers that came to our shop and worked in the community was over 4,500 hours. Wow.
1: This sounds like a really terrific way for somebody who's been thinking about cycling, really wanted to find some other way to get active, but didn't really want to do it alone. (laughs) This kind of gives them an avenue to do that. Yeah.
2: One other thing, too, to help encourage um, cycling in our community is we provide a valet service um, that we'll start up again. Um, at certain farmers markets, at like Red Butte Garden, the concert series, where we offer to valet park bicycles for people so they can ride to these venues. We, we have them parked, we keep them safe, and then they can ride home. with. We give them a little ticket stub just like a normal L.A. service, and they can ride to and from events, so it, it cuts back on the uses of cars. Um, we valet parked over 6,000 bikes last year.
1: Okay, and they can find out more about that. Which um, so Red Butte? What are the others that you? So we
2: did uh, Red Butte. We've done sometimes uh, we participated historically in the past at the Salt Lake City the farmers markets. Um, We also participate in a program with the Salt Lake City Library System that's called Bike the Branches, where we will do we'll bike from one branch to another to encourage participation at the library, and also it it gets people to tour the city in a more safe environment because you're in a group and it gets people to visit all these different routes around along the city.
1: Terrific. And they can find more about that on your website. Yeah, correct. All right. Anything else you'd like to add?
2: Um, one thing, one of our, our annual major donation program or fundraiser that we have is Bike Prom, which is coming up on June the 8th. Um, we ride through the streets of Salt Lake City. You're dressed up in prom attire. <laughs> you can go alone in a group or... As a couple, and then it's basically a a prom, and this year it's being held at the the Tracy Aviary.
1: Thank you so much for sharing that information with us today.
2: Thanks for having me.